you know, we're, we're glad to have you here, Tony. Tony, why don't you just real quick give us a little bit about, you know, what you think about, you know, your relationship with Star Wars, why you're excited to do the show. Wow. Well, since, what, what are we up to, 77? What are we up to now, 40 two years of star wars i mean yeah. you know, what can you say uh first live action multi-episode um programming from star wars like so first after all these years so that's pretty awesome so uh-huh. i'm into it very much into it excellent excellent all right it's not animated right uh, exactly so live action yes yeah. excellent okay yeah, it's something that's real cool. We're all real excited about it. I lost you, lost your camp size again. I came back to the good size as soon as I get it adjusted, right? That's how it is. Oh, well. Well, anyway, it's going to look a little sloppy, and that's fine. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> oh, look how big Tony is in this, in this shot. My God. Oh, man. All right, well, I'm about to cut this off. So, it's wrong at all of them. It's Scott's fault. It is my fault. <laughs> it is my fault. Ken, thank you so much for noticing. <clears throat> Slayers, your online slanders have not gone unnoticed, sir. Sorry again. Hopefully we won't have any questions like this. There we go. Uh-oh. <laughs> Tony just come on wanting to dominate the screen, uh, man. That's, I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> man. The size of your camera's changing because the connection speed's changing. Uh, We're going to have to just deal with it. All right. So anyway, I'll keep my eyes on that as we go through the episode. So welcome, everybody, to Carbonite. Bounty BS, a Mandalorian podcast, podcast where we're going to be talking about Mandalorian. And joining us today on uh, the Tr- Nerdcyclopedia Transcontinental Podcast Network, it's going to be me, Scott. And I'm Sam. Who's next? Who wants to go next? <laughs> Ken, you're next. That's Ken. Hey, how you doing? And, and that's, that's Tony. The very <laughs> nimble, cammed Tony. Uh, Tony will be joining us today. So, Tony, uh, we're glad to have you. Thanks for joining us today on uh, Carbonite Bounty BS. And, oh. you know, we want to get uh, get right into it without uh, without further ado... So without further ado, I want to first, you know, I want to talk about a certain tiny, little, itty-bitty Baby Yoda. And I just want to have uh, a brief second for everyone to fawn over Baby Yoda. <laughs> so first, first and foremost, let me just say, oh, Baby Yoda, I love you! Anybody else? Ooh, Baby Yoda. Sam? Sam, what do you think yeah, about Baby Yoda? He enjoys a frog just like the rest of us. Who doesn't enjoy a frog from now and then? Tony, what do you think about Baby Yoda? Um. Yeah. Great. <laughs> but it's, that, that's been driving me nuts. It's baby Yoda. It's not Yoda. But well, look. I mean, like you were saying, I think you were Tony, saying Tony, you despise night. the cuteness. What? No, the cuteness factor is okay. Yeah. <laughs> what was momentous about this? And that's kind of where we left off last week. So, what is momentous about the inclusion of? This 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 baby Yodish or baby Y? Can we just call him baby Y? And maybe is that cool with everybody? I like it. I okay. like it. Baby okay. Y. Right, baby so y. what is so what is so momentous about baby Y's inclusion on the show? Let me know. 
What do you guys? What do you? What do you? What do you? What do you? Yeah, Tony. Um, Tony, what do you think? Baby well, Y. What do you think? What is momentous about Baby Y being on the show? Well, uh, I was mentioning this, and I can mention this now: is that the species that Yoda is is the only species that has never been revealed anywhere in any Star Wars like uh, expanded universe, any role playing game, any book any cartoon series anywhere we have no idea what species yoda comes from mm. um there's only been one and now we see well another and that's going to be the beauty of this is like well where does this all tie in obviously there's a connection what is it we're gonna find out ideally as we go along with this journey one of the real coolest things uh you know is the expansion of the star wars universe in places that are a little bit dusty uh, a little bit dirty, uh, Ken. Um, you know what? What do you think about the settings we've seen so far? What do you think about the expanse that we're, we're treated to here? Well, it's a it's a realistic prediction of what would happen after the Empire is destroyed. Everything is just a mess. Everyone is now left to their own devices. They can do whatever they want. Like I said. In the previous podcast, the just the dirtiness of everything is just the the lack of the organization that the empire sort of on the galaxy. Uh, mm-hmm. So now you have this this sort of civilization that just is you know they're just able to run amok and they can do whatever they want. They got dirty stormtroopers hired as muscle. It's like it's like gangland basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent. And Sam, what did, what did you think about Nick Nolte's uh, appearance on the show? What did you think about the guide character? I have spoken. <laughs> hey, he's doing a good job. So oh, far. I, 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 I like his personality. I like the way he interacts with the Mandal- you know, Mando. Is uh-huh. that what we're calling him? Is that what his name yes. is? Like Mando? Okay. We're just going to call him that. It seems like, you know, it, uh, who knows what kind of a slur that Mando is. Uh, but we're just going to go with it. <laughs> Because we haven't heard any reason not to, and until they give him a name, he's just yeah. a man with no name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's it's like he's out there in the like the wild west and everything in this ver, you know, in this um in this universe. And um, I do like his chemistry with um, you know, with Nick Nolte's character there. So mm-hmm. yeah, super interesting, you know. And and it's a character, you know, he's a man with no name. He doesn't talk a lot. One of the neat things about him is this part of his character, uh, very similar to all the Clint Eastwood movies ever made uh where he is the man with no name a bounty hunter the outlaw uh let's take a look here i made an infographic for the show here so if you're if you're a viewer on youtube you are uh gonna be excited because i've got a graph up here it's a fatality graph for this week's episode sam's giggling i know he loves it uh everyone take a look there you can see it so this week we got eight total fatalities uh, in several (laughs) different uh, genres That's it? eight total. So there were three dis- three Jawa disintegrations. <laughs> there were three three guild members who tried to get the jump on Mando and did a real not not a great job. Uh, and uh, two uh, two Jawas thrown from the sandcrawler, thrown from the train. Uh, <laughs> so we had a nice uh, nice little uh, bevy. Oh yes, and let's not forget one woolly rhino. One woolly rhino. Wow. One woolly okay. rhino. So congratulations to Mando for uh, keeping it. Uh, you know, pretty clean for us overall when you really, <laughs> when you really think about it. 
Uh, so without further ado, let's jump into the episode, do a brief recap here, go and get everyone on the same page as far as what's going on. Uh, so chapter two is called The Child. That's why the thumbnail has Baby Y in it. And that's how we're going to talk about Baby Y. We're going to talk about him a little bit. So uh, we pick up right where we left off last week. Mando and Baby Y are walking toward his ship. And I just want to comment on it. Like, Baby Y, you can just tell he's awesome by the way he's chilling in this floaty pod. <laughs> you know, he's just relaxed, <laughs> hanging out, coming with, Man- uh, with Mando wherever uh, wherever he's going to go. Super nifty. I-, I just appreciate that in the character. Um, these are This is a species that, you know, time, you know, not, there's not a lot of urgency for them, right? That's their deal, uh, you'd imagine. So bounty hunters are sent to track them, and Mando deals with the bounty hunters. There's three of them here. Uh, we get the last disintegration here. So the last bounty hunter that attacks Baby Yoda gets gets essentially melted. Ken, you're a you're an EU guy, right? You read all you read some of the books, and you know some of the lore and a few things there. Uh, what did you think yeah. about how they did the vibra blade effect? How did you like the appearance of the vibra blade? Uh, by far um number of different characters used it the uh the gamorian guards used it a lot uh-huh. uh, that was their weapon of choice i yep. think it's a very very uh simplistic brutal brutal weapon i mean because you have a blade plus you have the laser energy i mean that's gotta hurt right a- absolutely right and i mean now, the, the way a vibroblade works, for those of you who are unaware, is it vibrates back and forth. And what that does is it reduces friction. It's a real, real, real uh, thing. Uh, I don't know who was – anyone who was in school in the 90s knows that there were those scissors where you'd hold the thing and it would have like 50 batteries in it, like a mag light. You know, and like, you like that across. Uh, so, you know, something pretty nifty. I always, uh, was one, I always liked how they, they show the vibroblades and stuff because, you know, you can't – you just have to have – uh, it's like space knives, right? You can't just have knives. Uh, although we haven't figured out a way to improve them that much, I guess. But um, so, so there are still guild members coming for Baby Y, right, Sam? So what? So we have more jeopardy for uh, Mando here. Uh, what did you think about his fighting style? What did you think about the way he dispatched the goons? I mean, you know, Mando got some skills. You know, he. Um, I like the way he pushed. Um, you know. Baby, uh, baby Y back. Baby Y. <laughs> he fell back in his thing, and, and you could tell the cameras like playing a lot, you know, towards their um, you know, their their chemistry and everything, and him protecting, um, you know, Baby Y right there. Um, but yeah, his fighting style was um, you know, it was it was decent enough. Um, and he took those out, you know, took them out pretty quickly. Yep, can't be a Mandalorian. Um, you know, the aftermath of this fight, uh, Tony. What what did you think about? about the way baby Yoda acted when they got back to camp. What was your impression with what, what he was doing there? Well, you know, like just said, like, you know, not a very, you know, urgent character, not a very urgent species. They kind of mm-hmm. take their time with everything, you know, not really, uh, you know, going over top about everything. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. It looks like they're building the character. Well, I don't know if the character will ever speak. That'll be interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I like the way they're building it already. I mean, you know, obviously the world is intrigued, so that's a good thing. Absolutely, absolutely. So we see we see sort of – all right, so so we see uh, Baby uh, baby Y. He keeps walking up to the Mandalorian. He keeps walking up to the Mandalorian and holding up his hand and, 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 and holding up his hand at uh, Mandalorian's 
And I'm just like, Baby Y, you gotta chill out. This is a dangerous place, and I do not like Baby Y being out and about. He needs to be inside the pod, or she. Listen, we're not discriminatory here. Not true. Baby Y does need to stay in the pod, and that's that is because. And and for those of you that want that are uh, viewers of our other shows, such as. Sam and Scott are watching Watchmen, the show where we watch HBO's show Watchmen. Uh, you'll know that we have had some incidences this last couple weeks where there have been there's been far too much baby jeopardy yeah, going on. Babies in jeopardy everywhere on these too TV much baby shows. Jeopardy. Yeah, where and Sam and I have come out very much pro baby, and you know, Ken, I want to give you the opportunity right now on the show to 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 come out pro baby, anti baby. Just go ahead and tell me where where do you stand on that. one? Very pro baby. I have Very two. Pro. <laughs> Very pro baby. They need to stay alive, so I'm gonna say pro baby. Pro baby. All right, Tony. What about you? How are, are you? Uh, are you a pro baby uh, type of person, or are you an anti baby person? Oh yeah, pro baby. I mean, you know, hey, it's uh, again, it's set the world ablaze, even beyond the you know the, the Star Wars geeks such as us. So that you know. <laughs> Gotta love it. <laughs> it's the type of thing you just gotta love. That's that is that is correct, correct, correct. Okay, so let's we move we move forward here. Wait, um, wait, wait, yeah. wait. But what what did you guys think about like? Well, first of all, like, how did he get out of the pod into the thing? We never seen that. We we really never see him. You know, or she, <laughs> baby, why, baby, why? You, you know what 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 is what what the movements are of how it was able to get out of the pod. You know, and just walk over there and everything. Anyway. But, it, um, it what, jumped. <laughs> apparently, probably so. did like seven or eight flips. Just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't even want to see what that thing can do with a lightsaber. It's quite, it's quite, uh, it's quite terrifying. But, uh, um, but what did you guys think about? Um, I mean, essentially, what what we know already, you know, in universe and everything. But Mando didn't know right. um, about him about to try to heal. You know, he was attempting to try to heal Mando, right? Yeah, it's definitely what I was getting from that. Definitely a force, a force heal sort of situation. Uh, you know, Baby Yoda is. I'm oh, sorry, Baby Y. It's my own name. That's my own name. I can't say it. That's why this is again not professional. Uh, so we're proud of that too here. Uh, so Baby Y keeps walking over to the Mando, holding up his hands. He needs to chill out. Uh, I think he's definitely trying to heal him for sure. I think he's definitely force sensitive. I think that's something that, you know, and let's be clear about this. We know from the prequel trilogy, which is real we know that 50 years ago what they would have done with a force sensitive child is scoop him up and take him to training or somewhere they certainly wouldn't have done nothing and the odds of this child being discovered now uh, in the last five years are probably pretty limited right that we're probably looking at a you know a youngling so to speak of the jedi temple right is that what you guys are getting yeah what do you think they're telling well that's going to be the interesting thing of, you know, whenever Mando was hired for this endeavor, um, you know, where was Baby Y found? Who knows about Baby Y? What is the reason that, you know, they're hiring Mando to get, you know, so there's a lot of questions. We have a while to go. We have to find out a lot more. That's absolutely the case. All right. So, so Baby Y and Mando get back to uh, Mando's ship. And the Jawas have stripped the ship bare, causing a a very violent confrontation uh, between uh, between Mando and and the Jawas. And you know you can kind of understand uh, you know what he's getting at here. Um, 
to you know to show you here <clears throat> back these are disintegrations that happen here right up front and there's three of them boom 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 right here bang 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 sniper rifle totally obliterates three jawas and then the land crawler gets rolling mando just really can't take it down so he decides to climb aboard now now sam what movie did this remind you of this little piece right here uh something from spider-man one <laughs> wrong ken what what indiana jones, indiana jones. Yes. raiders okay. of the lost ark yes raiders uh no not raiders actually we're talking about last crusade here boss uh we're talking about indy well maybe we're talking about a couple different scenes but we're definitely talking about indy in the world one tank uh getting driven into the valley right we're talking about the same scene that was yeah, in Crusade. Absolutely. That was in Crusade, right? Am I being just an a hole, or was that not in Crusade? It was in Crusade because because Marcus Brody's in the tank. So anyway, all I, all I know is I think it's so cool Wait that he, he um he 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 does that thing with his um arm, and then the the rope comes out and everything. You know, I yeah. just I mean he he has so many weapons in his arm. Well, Mandalorian is like, you know, the, the Mandalorian. He's got he's a walking arsenal, right? We see that a couple times. Yeah, here. yeah. Super duper nifty. He throws he, he throws some Jawas off the uh, <laughs> off the speeder here. Uh, you know this confrontation. My favorite shot of this is that is, is they cut to Baby Y just sort of floating along, just chilling, flying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right no, next to this hyperdamn yeah, I mean, the Baby Y is in the air and everything, and just following right along, no bumps or anything like that. I yeah, I love the way that was um that was that was filmed like that, you know. And, and we wake up next to a concerned-looking baby Y, who, uh, as we know, is uh, really rather good at uh, healing people and or doing something else. All right. So after realizing he can't catch he can't catch up to him in his current state, Mando returns to his ship to survey the damage, and it is stripped bare. I mean, even the toilet that we got to see last week, gonzo. No toilet at all. And I don't know how you're supposed to have Come a ship on. without a toilet. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> I think are, are needed there, and the engines are also inoperable. And then, uh, did you guys catch this shot uh, where uh, Baby Y comes on the ship and kind of looks at him like, like this? Really, this, this? Yeah, this yeah, that was that was crazy. You know, I mean, Baby Y and his um intelligence so far. You know? <laughs> All right, and what did you guys? Let me go ahead and pull this up for you here. It's just real quick. Real quick little mock-up that I found here. So this is the Mandalorian ship in its normal status. So uh, it is a Mandalorian gunship, as you can see here. Cargo hold there in the center. So very, very nice. Just wanted to kind of give a little bit of a, you know, anybody have a reaction to the ship in preference uh, at all? Anything? Anybody got anything on that? Uh, it's not Slave One. I mean, you're, it's going to be hard-pressed to, you know, be as cool as Slave One, but... It is what it is. Anybody I mean, else? What, Anybody what else got a reaction to this thing? The, the refresher? It, I think that was kind of cool. <laughs> it looks... Yeah, I mean, it looks It looks very Republic. Looks like a Republic uh, cruiser uh, uh, or transport, like from Phantom Menace. Something they might have thrown together. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> something from Phantom Menace? Okay. <laughs> something from the old days. You're right. It's an older ship there, right, Ken? This is not oh, Tom yeah. Dillon. It's definitely no, Falcon is... Yep, yep. Third or fourth generation for sure. <laughs> okay, so so Mando and the guide, uh, we go back to uh, 
Mando and the guide uh, just uh, head on, heading on out. So this guy likes to ride out of his encampment. He loves doing it with the, with the, the Mandalorian. Uh, so they ride out. They find the Jawas. And rather than taking them by force, they decide to negotiate. They find out the weapons are tied into the Mandalorian religion. And Mando negotiates with a flamethrower, which is an interesting way to, to Man- negotiate. Mando's a hothead. <laughs> <laughs> right? So so Mando being an Oz head, what, what did you guys think when they asked for... Um, what did you guys think when they actually asked for the baby Y? Were you guys thinking the baby Y was in any sort of jeopardy here? Were you guys worried that baby Y was going to get taken away from uh, Mando? Or were you just like, nah, it ain't going to happen? Well, Mando wasn't no, ready to give him up. Yeah. yeah, we need to do something with this baby Yoda. I don't want him getting plot armor this early, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, so so they ask him to go get this MacGuffin, the Skiga, which is an egg, right? Which we find out later, right? I'm not going to be a spoiler alert, but whatever. So we find out about this egg, and I love this shot. What did, what did you got? Did anyone else see this shot where the Mandalorian is in the top of the sand crawler and he's just like sitting there, and someone looks up at him and goes, "Skiga." He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, Whoa. I love the world weariness there. All right. So long story short, we go to the space rhino's cave, and we fight the space rhino. And the space rhino is pretty badass. Uh, let's uh, let's take a look at space rhino. There's space rhino. Yeah. So space rhino is pretty ridiculous. Space rhino beats Mandalorian up, and who comes to Mandalorian's rescue, Tony? Who is it? And now Baby Y just shows the amazing power. <laughs> yes. So Baby Y force sensitive. I mean, this just puts that all to bed, right? I mean, until you me at a wall. He's sports sensitive, right? I mean, you don't do that sort of stuff oh, without absolutely. being sports sensitive. And that's not, you know, that that's a pretty big size differential. I mean, we're talking about X-wing style differences. This baby Y is a little, maybe the Rhino's a little bit littler than an X-wing, but not that much littler. So, anyway, long story short, Mando knifes a woolly mammoth to death using only a tiny knife, which for anybody else would be like a top <laughs> thing in an episode, right? Yeah. Mando just kind of gets it on. Uh. Just and who, him in the right spot too, you know. He goes down quick. And Sam, tell me, tell us about what happens when Mando comes back with the egg. What happens? Uh, the Jawas get like super excited, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? And then what? What happens? Who doesn't me? like a hairy egg? <laughs> right. <laughs> what was the yolk? And st- uh, was it like um like uh, I can't think of the candy's name and everything, but. I mean, it was like a crazy Cadbury type of... Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was some yeah, crazy somebody... type of yolk in there, you know, that they were trying to eat and everything. And it's, it was funny how they just sliced it off. Just, yeah. it was, they got perfect. <laughs> and much like a uh, Cadbury egg, it is laid by a monster and supped upon by tiny, tiny people. Uh, so, very interesting there. Okay, so that, that that's a MacGuffin, and, you know, it was just designed to show us what the Mando's capable of and what Baby Y is capable of. Um... So is, was is this episode reminding you? Because I, I read a couple things online. A lot of people were saying that um, that this is sort of like uh, playing like a video game. Like mm-hmm. you know, he's completing like tasks in each episode, and you know, by the time it ends, we're gonna get like to like you know a destination. Like is that is that how you're feeling so far with like you know this these these past couple episodes? One hundred percent. I agree, and I'll tell you why. Because I could see this being a tutorial level. It's like get off the planet, and it keeps going. And he's like, 
we have to get baby Y. Baby Y is behind us. We have to follow baby Y. Baby Y is not. I could see that being real annoying, like uh, what they call those uh, escort missions. You know what I mean? What do you really, think, really? Tone? Um, now that you mention it, I kind of never thought about that. But now that you kind of mention it, you know, it kind of seems that way. Yeah. Well, you know, complete this task. Complete, complete this one. Um, can't wait till the next episode to see if, you know, that theory is correct. But, yeah, yeah I see where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They haven't really added too many characters so far. But, I mean, I like the pace is going, you know. Um, I was very well. Let's go. Let's get to the rest of the episode there, um, Scott. <laughs> yeah. So, so we have the guide and, and Mando kind of travel back to the guide, uh, to the Mando's uh, ship, and there's this this montage, which just like last week, you know, I said there was a montage that wouldn't be in there if this was a movie. We don't even see this, uh, but we will see it because it is a TV show, and thank goodness for that. So we get a neat montage of Mando and the guide putting the ship back together while. Baby Yoda just chills out because he's tired. <laughs> and the montage music, by the way, I don't know if anyone noticed this, but did you notice that the, it was like, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda. It sounded like they were saying that. <laughs> is, that is that what they were saying? <laughs> uh, they fire that ship up, and then they're like, hey, God, you want to come with us? God's like, no, I'm an A-list name. I can only be in two episodes. It's just how it is for the A-listers. <laughs> <laughs> that's just what it's like and Mando takes off and baby Y wakes up like and it's just like was was fixing the plane hard thing to do or was that like uh, a pretty easy thing to do there and, and so that that is the general uh, summary for chapter 2 a very short episode which shocked the heck out of me um, yeah I was actually very I, I, I don't know if I was shocked or pleased because I, mm -hmm. I was on something else after that Right. You know, but what, how, how do you guys feel about like the length of the episode? You know, my theory is that episode one was long because it was episode one. I think they're all going to be this length now. Oh, okay. I believe right. we shall find out. Okay, okay, okay. Well, that's you, Ken. How would you think, Ken? So. I don't think they waste a single minute. I don't think the episode short long. I think it just gets to the point. There's no fluff. There's no unnecessary um, character. Um, I and I and I just want to mention because you, when we were talking about earlier, talking about Baby Y, yes, and trying Amanda and him pushing him pushing it away and putting it back in the pod. There's a very parental uh, mm -hmm. relationship going. Right. That's what I do with my baby. Right. Like my baby comes up, she's she, he, whatever, because <laughs> I have one of each. They're trying to what? take or do something, and I don't understand. I, I put it back. I try and put it back and protect it. So Mando is really protecting why in a very fatherly, let's just say, uh, way. Um, and and I think he's a I think he he's a leader. I think he's a great um, someone that that people are going to follow. So there's there's a lot going that's going to happen with their relationship. 
Yes, yeah, it's, it's good character development with very few lines. I mean, with the actions that he's taken with, you know, Baby <clears throat> Y and just how we've seen him just act for these past couple episodes, it's really good character development, you know, just is just as far as just him, period. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's a really good point there, Ken. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, uh, one of the things we like to do here, and besides counting the bodies, besides, you know, talking about how cool the Mandalorian looks and... <laughs> He does look cool. Very, very cool, in fact. Uh, one of the things uh, that we like to kind of um, that we like to discuss here is the ways in which this show is a Western, right? And so, so here is some stuff that I saw this week. And the first thing I want to talk about is this this trope in westerns of the wastes, right? When when you have a, a posse that rides out of town, right? Where are they riding to? vastness of the ways <laughs> and that is one way in which star wars is very similar to westerns in that it takes place in this in this universe where there are billions of planets and billions of stars in the galaxy and they could literally be anywhere and what it leads you to is this this just vast emptiness it's like a loneliness that's present in that first star wars and isn't present in the prequel trilogies because george lucas made many mistakes with the prequel <laughs> trilogies so I, I always like to think what? about that. Yeah. Well, well, mistakes. So, <laughs> well, 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 you. I mean, you pointed some um um out, Scott, that I thought um Tony wasn't on the last podcast, but I. Oh, you know, I be, forgot Tony was busy last week. That's my <laughs> bad, everybody. But I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious to hear his thoughts on like um how. Does this? I, I I just plain said this kind of remind me of like you know the um a new hope, you know as far as the way it began and everything with the vastness and you get to see lots a lot of the creatures and everything with the um what the grounded universe in in the in this section looks like this what this is sort of reminded me of you know of that a little bit. I mean, what what are your thoughts as far as that, Tom? Well, you know wherever this planet that they're in that this episode occurs kind of Tatooine-ish mm -hmm. in a way, you know, there seems to be a lot of that. Yeah, the Western theme is is there. Um, I just like the fact that they're just, you know, going into somebody completely different. You know, there was such a big thing of Boba Fett is so popular, um, but a different way. I'm just not just getting into that character, right. just getting, you know, you know, someone else from his home planet. And, you know, just another way of looking at things. So, I mean, I definitely see, you know, very Tatooine-ish so far. Um, it's going to be curious to see where is the next episode. What planet does it take us to next? So it'll be interesting. Where indeed, as uh, it is, again, a vast, vast, vast wasteland, uh, even bigger than the map used in uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, the movie <laughs> I didn't play very much of last year because they killed my horse and I'm pro horse so that's pro baby and pro horse pro baby and pro horse listen i know i'm picking easy fights but you gotta win some um i also want to talk a little bit about who who mando is now you know do you guys you guys watch watch westerns or are you guys into that sort of is this like a am i talking out of school here or do you guys are pretty familiar with some of the like w westerns you know what i mean like tropes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so this gunman this silent gunman Spaghetti Westerns, yes. So this is basically a Clint Eastwood, right? That's who Mando is. He's this he's the guy, he's the man with no name. 
He's deadly with his gun and really doesn't want to mess with you unless he's provoked, right? Uh, th- that's something that's really neat. And and seeing those sorts of stories, which are kind of... They're sort of original American stories, right? They couldn't have existed before the, that era. I just think it's really neat to see that. A quintessentially American story type being told this way. And, and it's a real interesting pastiche and mix-mash of both genres. I, I just think that's really cool. So I'm going to be talking about that myself. Who knows what infographics we'll have next week? You never know. It did not take long to make that first one, so I can probably do more. Right, Sam? I mean... No, yeah, you're on it. <laughs> I sure am. And that's what you can expect here at Nerd Encyclopedia Transcontinental Podcast Network, a podcast network that is exists. All right, so so this was a this was a quick episode. We talked a little about the runtime. My opinion is that they're doing this on purpose. Uh, you know, they're 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 not cutting the story where the time makes sense. They're not trying to pad it too much. They're cutting it where the story makes sense. Yeah, I love the way because when I um when the episode ended, I texted you know Scott right after. I was like, that's it, you know. And I was like, you know, why why did they why why is it so short? And he said maybe it's just because they you know cut it where it needed to be cut. So like Tony was saying, um, it'd be really interesting if all these episodes are are you know just in a, in a twenty eight to thirty minute set. And like Ken said, um, they're really just getting no no fluff or anything like that. Just getting straight to the point and on to the next mission or whatever, you know. Um, that's, this is a really good way to tell a story, period, number one. But in a Star Wars sense, we haven't really got to, you know, we haven't really got to see this, this, um, you know, this aspect, or it's been a while since we've seen this aspect of the universe right then and there. Yes, it's all been kings and queens, mm-hmm. and, and now we get to the common folk. Uh, super but the uni- universe is so big, it's like, wow, it's just so many stories to tell, you yeah. know. Yeah. Lots and lots and lots of different directions to go here. Now, Tony, uh, Sam has said it. You weren't here last week. You were busy. We we put the emperor in your place. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he's he's relinquished some of his control, which is nice. Uh, Tony, what what so far in the first couple episodes has been your favorite thing about the Mandalorian? Um, well, the one is that, and I was a little bit worried about this and i i don't want to say the mistake but i watched the entire clone wars and the entire rebels animated series oh. and those were definitely targeted toward preteens. yeah and you kind of start thinking well is everything going to be like that and that's not the case for this right. this is true star wars right from the beginning you know again we have like you know the um the body count right off the bat so right that shows bat. you it's definitely not yep. you know a preteen type of show um i'm just liking the fact that well we like mandalorians okay we're not going to go with the boba fett we're going to do a little bit different we're going to introduce a new character um we're alluding still to the entire you know star wars universe i like the timeline of where Mm -hmm. it is i don't know if Mm -hmm. that was discussed last week that i believe this is like four to nine years after return of the jedi yes and so Mm -hmm. it's right after that and there was a great line whenever uh, Mando's getting his first payment uh, at the bar there. And then the original payment was like, well, you know, Imperial credits, don't you know the Empire's dead? Or something to that effect. So that kind of tells you right there where the timeline is. I like that. There was one era that we haven't really ever visited in the Star Wars universe, like right after Return of the Jedi. 
So that's going to be interesting and how it's all going to tie in. Looking forward to it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right. So that is the short week we got Mandalorian Chapter 2, The Child. So I uh, wanted to, to thank everyone. Before we go, before we go, before we go, not quite ready to leave yet. Um, Sam, any final thoughts? Oh, hold on. I'm going to cut this. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Mistake, mistake, mistake. Sam, any final thoughts? Hey, can't wait to. Uh, um, these episodes are coming quick. So, you know, uh, Friday's about to be on us, and um, can't wait to the next one. Absolutely. What about you, Ken? Uh, I share, share the same uh, feeling. I can't, can't wait episode. I think it's going to be Sunday night into Monday, I think, is when they're, uh, when the, when they're putting these up. Uh, so what about Friday? I'm looking for yep. Next. Friday. You think Friday? Yeah, yeah Fridays. Mm-hmm. Ken didn't check the schedule. That's cool though. Uh, <laughs> well, Tony, they, what about they you? did the first one on a um oh. on a Tuesday, and then the next one appeared on Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I staggered it up a little bit yeah. on you, Ken. It's okay, not a big deal. Tony, any last thoughts? Uh, so looking forward to it. the big thing is just the people that are not as well versed in Star Wars. I'm just tired of oh baby Yoda. Yeah. It's not Yoda. <laughs> it's not Yoda. It's not. So, uh, I'm just waiting to see. Like hopefully, like it'll start really getting out there and it'll be shown. Like this is a completely new character, so that all the uh, novices realize that this is a completely different character. But I'm looking yes. forward to see where it goes. Me too. You know, I hope they name that they name that species so we can stop talking in riddles and like talking about exactly. baby wide stuff. Uh, you know, for me, I'm super excited to see where they're going with this. Uh, you know, I love these western stories. You know, uh, me and my my grandpa used to watch westerns all the time, all the time, all the time. So you know, for me, uh, you know, this reminds me of him, makes me think about him. So I'm really, really enjoying the story so far. Uh, you know, I hope everyone else is too. And you know, as part of that, you know, we want to hear from you. We want you to subscribe to the show. We want you to like the show. Uh, we want you to, to check us out. Uh, we want you to come back. So subscribe so we can talk to you again after they drop the next episode. Sometime after Friday when our real lives settle down enough to allow us to get together to uh, talk about it. And uh, without further ado, I guess we'll cut it here. And uh, we'll see you all pretty soon. Peace. All right.